We have so many stories in our lives, but our stories are not always heard. On the Hear My True Story podcast, we tell our own true stories. Before the white car backed, our head teacher had scattered. Looking at him, I could only see his tie that was flying backwards, waving at us, and he disappeared in thin air. I want to share my life story. I want to share my voice with the people because I know that uh, just a small joke I can tell through this, this podcast, it will make someone smile. When you ask me what I fear most in life, I would definitely respond to you and say it's fear itself. We are fighting for togetherness. We are fighting for equal rights. We are fighting to end injustice. You don't have to be a storyteller or writer because, guess what? Life writes the best stories. Hear my true story. I remember this moment when I moved out with the kid and it happens uh, quite often. Moving and there was this lady who looked at me. And she was just smiling all the time. Just smiling, like having such a big smile. She was also a mom, you know, moving around with a kid, you know. So she smiled so much, you know. And I also smiled back. And I continued with my walk. The next time I made a walk with the child, we met again. And she stopped and she asked me, how's the child doing? And I was like, yeah, the child is good. What about you? Ah, I've actually never seen the mom, but I've seen you quite many times with the child alone. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm also trying to create the bondage between me and the child. So the mom can also have time to relax as I also just spend the time, you know, my time with the boy also. And she was like, uh, how nice of you, you know? And these are, for example, things that I don't actually normally expect to see that much. Yes. When mm. I walk alone on the street and I meet someone and I give a smile to them and I say hello, most times, because I'm alone, people don't respond. Most times, out of yes. four that I meet on the street, one person will smile back and say hello. Yes. Always to walk their own way. Mm. What is so different at the moment because I'm a father with my beautiful young daughter when I take mm. her outside for a walk out of four every person I'll be meeting and say hello to them they'll say hello back to me. This is your favorite time of the week with your number one, one podcast. Hear my true story. Ah, my dear listeners, welcome back again to Hear My True Story podcast. It is me, your host, Otaku. Well, I'm always happy to have you every week on Hear My True Story podcast. Honestly, I want to say thank you for always listening and also following Hear My True Story podcast. What is so special this week is that we are continuing our conversation with our previous guest, Aldo Onyango. 
This week we go into a conversation where we tell our own stories, where we tell our own experiences, where we share the moments when we felt home. Being that both of us we are immigrants living in Germany, we experience various experiences. But there is a moment, there is a time when we say, well, I feel home. I feel home when I'm living in Germany. So my dear listeners, If you are an immigrant, maybe you are an international, maybe you are a foreigner living in a new home, in a new country. The question is that at what point do you feel welcome? At what point do you feel home in that new country that you decided to move to? If you want to hear our experiences and our moments, please well, stay on this particular episode and listen to our stories and experiences. Perhaps you may enjoy them. And I hope that you enjoyed this wonderful episode. Thank you for always supporting Here My Two Story podcast. It is me your host Otako. With you every week. Here my true story. Yes my dear guest, I'm happy to have you on this wonderful podcast. Here my two story. Could you maybe Introduce yourself so that the people who are listening to the podcast can know who is speaking behind the microphone or maybe who is in front of the phone talking to us right now. Yes, I'm really so happy for having had the chance to be invited <laughs> on this uh, on this platform here. Yeah, my name is Aldo Onyango and I'm a citizen of Uganda, of course living in Germany and specifically in Hamburg. Exactly. So I don't know where to really start from but I feel yeah I'm a little excited and just looking forward to of course what we are going to talk about here. I wanted to ask you having moved yes. from Uganda East Africa Africa that's your home mm. country. Yes. Have you made experiences in Germany that make you feel home? at any point uh, for you situations situations that make me feel home in germany is when i meet people that look like me people who have somehow um, like a background that is almost similar to mine yeah um that way like among such communities i actually feel much more empowered i feel like i'm home or sometimes i've also actually met uh, quite many german people who've also been back home in Uganda and these are contacts i still have up to now quite many of those i met back home you know each time i meet them i also feel like i'm home because the memory or this these kinds of like meetings drive me back to the memories we made you know to the experiences we made back home right so it's it's generally that that really makes me feel just you know like i'm home also having people i can talk to freely and not having to fear you know that anything may go wrong yeah you know i mean like yeah, when you say that mm-hmm. a moment that makes you not to fear that anything would go wrong so do you have yes. any moment as a person you said this moment made me feel so strong it gave me a strong sense of belonging in germany and i feel like well these moments really make me feel strong in a german society for me personally mm. the strong moments that really make me feel like well you have a new home you have a new belonging mm. 
by the fact yes. that I can speak the German language. Mm. That itself makes me to understand well. I'm getting into my new home. I can communicate yes. my f- needs. I can share my feelings. I can talk to the people around in my community in my society. Such things make me feel really really home. The moment when mm. I got my certificate of C1, I said, "Well, right now I'm home. I have this. Yes. This is what proves that I'm really ready to speak to anyone in my new home, which is Germany." Yes. So do you have such mm-hmm. feelings that gave you that strong sense such moments? I remember uh one of the greatest moments that made me feel home is you know I, I have a musical background i was uh, on a seminar and it's something um i've done for quite a while guiding new volunteers coming from all over the world to germany to volunteer here for one year in different institutions like schools hospitals and all the like now um when there of course I had a chance of speaking both German and I also had the chance of speaking English but many volunteers for sure wanted to try their German and you know suddenly I realized how much German I actually spoke when I looked at them and reflected you know this pushed me back to those times when I was just very new here and i remembered honestly i've succeeded in mastering the german language if i can sit here guide the international volunteers in the german language explain things to them without having any fear of contradiction i felt this was the moment i felt at home and i was like i really belong you know Yeah. <laughs> and of course with that also I even had to teach them a song and I was explaining everything in the German language. And this was for me a wow moment. Wow. You know? You it, it just felt so great, you know? That's, I mean <laughs> when I try to to follow your experience and your story, I just picture yes. it and I find okay well, this is quite a special moment when you realize well, I can also support other people like me to integrate yeah. in the society in the system for example what you mm. just mentioned in the place where i work i work in a kindergarten with children mm. but then it's so intercultural so international that some need translations so there's the moment yeah. when i was supposed to translation for a parent and mm. in the team and it was me there was no someone to do the translation i was there i speak english and i did it fluently casual enjoying and translating all the fachsprache you know all mm. the professional german language in my field of work into yes. english i realized mm. well otako actually you are doing well and you're feeling better every time you're doing such a thing i feel like well i'm <laughs> i'm home i'm home i don't need so much i just need someone to understand me for me to do some positive thing in my society that makes me feel home yes. that's yes. what i get from your story that this positive things that you support in the system makes you yes. really feel home yeah yeah well that, that that's 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 really a really 
point in feeling home feeling mm. happy in a new environment yes so i don't know where, where you find like what were some of the surprising things like you know surprising things that really made you at some point feel like you're not at home or maybe some of them be surprising and they made you feel like well i don't feel belonging now in this society i think i would just start with the experience we are making right now and i believe it is for quite many people actually um and that is the winter season yeah <laughs> because generally the german society is a bit closed people tend and mainly of course when living in a big city like hamburg there it's quite exciting so many people but people also tend to be a bit distanced from each other everyone minds his or her own business right so that way um it becomes a bit difficult yeah, to actually have where to start a conversation from it's very difficult to start a conversation with anyone you know regardless when it's normally difficult but in winter specifically it's even worse because you're not even in the park the only thing i feel like i can do is moving around watching stuff here there and coming back home so there are no many avenues for us to meet people or for me to meet people you know so at this time and mainly and being that we also have the thing of corona waves and all that like we have the covid-19 a kind of spreading at the moment too fast too rapidly we have also this funny uh cough that is also quite crazy yeah? these are all things that make me feel like all i can do is just go to work come back home and try to spend time at home move out and come back home and so there is a lot of loneliness yeah you know so that makes it really tough it makes me feel homesick yeah of course yeah? <laughs> i mean yeah? for anyone who's not who's, who doesn't know uh uganda who has not lived maybe in uganda maybe yes. east africa they may not understand the point of shosho our people are so social in our society where we came from in our yes. second first home you know mm. uganda people are so open yeah. so, someone walks on the street and finds you and says hello how are you how was your night how did you sleep is everything okay literally mm. asking you here in germany yes. i find people clear with what to talk about they talk with you about politics when they know you yes they talk with you about whether if you your a colleague they talk about your health unless they are your family issues you know yes it is that closed kind of life yes that really also me sometimes make made me feel like well i don't feel home because mm. it really makes me feel like how can i really live on an apartment without knowing my neighbors exactly exactly Someone that's just a very big point in the opposite yeah. of your door you don't know you just see the name on the mailbox but you don't know them and that's hard yeah but that's the new home i'm living in mm-hmm. so i try to integrate in such a system <laughs> have you tried 
have you have you made the experience of saying hello to somebody or act uh, or maybe even giving them a friendly gesture like a smile or anything of the kind or waving at them and they just ignored now, and moved I'm, on i'm going to tell you now let me just break this short so the listeners can understand you see yes when mm. i walk alone on the street and i meet someone and i give a smile to them and i say hello most times because i'm alone people don't respond most times out of yes. four that i meet on the street one person will smile back and say hello yes always they walk their own way mm. what is so different at the moment because i'm a father with my beautiful young daughter when i take mm. her outside for a walk out of four every person i'll be meeting and I say hello to them they'll say hello back to me If yes. The four of the people that I meet on the street they'll say hello to me. I don't know yeah. where this all is coming from because when they see me with the kid pushing the kid in the kinder wagon and they, I say hello to them they respond to me with a smile they say back hello. That's my experience. But when I'm alone yes. most times out of four people I meet one can respond. When mm. I'm with my kid in the kinder wagon and they say hello all the four people I meet they will always say hello back to me. Subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Hear my true story. Mm. That's my experience. You are also a father, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know what's your experience as a father moving out with a kid. For me, that's my experience. Yes. Yeah, no? I remember this moment when I moved out with a kid and it happens uh, quite often moving and there was this lady who looked at me and she was just smiling all the time just smiling like having such a big smile she was also a mom you know moving around with a kid you know so she smiled so much you know and i also smiled back and i continued with my walk The next time I made a walk with the child we met again and she stopped and she asked me how's the child doing and I was like yeah the child is good what about you ah I've actually never seen the mom but I've seen you quite many times with the child alone I was like yeah you know I'm also trying to create the bondage between me and the child so the mom can also have time to relax as i also just spend the time you know my time with the boy also and she was like uh yeah how nice of you you know and these are for example things that i don't actually normally expect to see that much um the only people i see normally doing such things are also people walking their dogs in the streets here it's funny <laughs> yeah. but it's a phenomenon that is almost alike You know, when people have dogs, you know, they suddenly stop somewhere and oh, hello, hello. Start talking to each other. You know what kind of dog is that? How old is the dog and you know, so and um you know when when I really think about it I really kind of sometimes think isn't that crazy? But at the same time when I look at it from the perspective going back to this thing of working with a child and being given more attention it's more of like um 
I really find it quite interesting actually to watch. And I celebrate it actually so much. I realized I liked it so much moving out and suddenly everyone is smiling at you and yeah. people are maybe also maybe saying hello. And some are stopping and asking you, ah, yeah. uh, what, kind, what kind of child is that that you have? And you're telling them the child, you know, I telling them about the child and some are really asking you about, uh, can, can, I, can I please have a look at it shortly? And you let them look at the child. Oh, so beautiful is the child you know mm. they're like uh, yeah and someone you know hits you on the shoulder and tells you you're a good dad and yeah. keep that up yeah I've, I've experienced two such experiences where people stopped me they had no kids mm. but they started talking to me they looked at the baby at by the, the kid by that time she was small and then they were talking to me and talking to me and then they were like yeah that's nice oh oh so bye But when I'm alone, <laughs> it is something different. Exactly. Yeah? So, but anyway, you too, know, yes, you can uh -huh. say, sorry, sorry for, for having cut you. Go no, ahead. no, no, sorry. I, yeah, no? uh, you know, like you were asking about um, why it's like this. And sometimes I think when we really look at whatever is happening in the society, it's just I was trying to look at it from that point of view. Uh, you hear news, you listen to news and, you know, uh, in most cases, when anything bad happens in the society, okay, mm. when anything bad happens in the society, unfortunately, you will normally hear it is someone with um, a foreign background. Yeah, with a migration background. Yeah. You know, and It's unfortunately so. And such news happened to really sell so much in the German society as per, my, as per the experience I've made so far. You realize they put a lot of emphasis on this. And so when it's put, of course, when something bad is done, it has to be called bad, for sure. But I have a feeling the way people who have an, a migration background are presented to the society is sometimes, unfortunately, sickening. You yeah. will be presented as a thief. You will be presented as a rapist. You will be presented as um, a sick person. You will be presented as an aggressive person. You will be presented as anything possible. Very poor, uneducated. And these are things that I sometimes think people actually have in the mind, not because they want it, but it's because it's what the society has taught them. Yeah. To think. It's how the society has taught them to look at certain groups of people. So when those people don't happen to get a chance of associating with someone with an international background, they may not actually know. Yeah what we are capable of doing or knowing that some of us actually or many of us also lead just a very normal life just as any other German person here. Yeah. So that some of them won't understand that. Then that huh? makes me ask you, do you think when yes. they see us working with our kids outside and then they smile to us, then they talk to us very well, is one of the reasons that they see fathers and when they see us without the kids and they don't even smile or talk to you, They don't even say hello to you. 
they see you as a thug, as a migrant who has no responsibility. Mm-mm. I don't know. Because for me, I look at this particular situation when I'm with my kid. The mm. experience is quite different. When I'm alone, the experience is quite different. Yes. These yeah. two things for me make me feel like, okay, what is it because I'm having a kid that I'm taking care of or because they don't see, they see me as a parent or here they see me when I'm alone, you are a gang guy trying to take advantage of the system. You are not supposed Mm-mm. to be here because right now they are really talking not positive stories about migrants. Mm-mm. Unfortunately, people with migration background from Africa, we always face a lot of these negative stories. Mm-mm. Yeah, for me, that's one of the things that makes me sometimes not feel home. Yes. When I am I feel not well represented. Yeah. But anyway, having a kid, having my baby, that feels that makes me feel home. Mm. For me, that's where I feel home when I see her take a walk with me, you know, do the experiences, laugh, you know, do everything. That makes me feel mm. home. I don't I feel home when I'm yes. there with her. That is one of the points. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's one of the things I was actually one time thinking about and I was like, I could try my best to be as German as possible mm. after all these many years I've lived here. But sometimes you really still feel like you you actually don't fit into the picture. Yeah? of a German as by, by the way other people see it, you know? Mm. Like, they don't see you fitting in there because you don't look like them. You know? Yeah. Because you don't speak like them. Because you don't, ha- you don't have the same name like them. People, you know, they hear something, a surname like Onyango. Mm. And, you know, they hear a Müller or something like Johannes, of course Johannes will be easier for them to accept than Onyango, you know? But when I got my son, I said, I started feeling, you know, that strong urge, you know, to make life easier for my child. And the only way I can make it easier for my, because he's a citizen of the country. He's born here. He's growing up here. So I was like, the only thing I can do is finally also accepting that I'm part of the society. Some may not recognize that, but I have to recognize it myself to also make my son feel that he actually also belongs here. So so then that brings me a question that is taking me on the next part of the conversation. Is this the moment that you felt well? I have really successfully integrated the German system. Is this the point? <laughs> um, I sometimes really actually sometimes feel, with my son, I feel more connected to the country than before. I feel mm. more connected. You know? So because, <laughs> yeah, honestly, because now, like, it also gives me a feeling he's, he's, he's growing up from here. You know, and that made me actually realize how how much 
I have to actually how much I have to actually embrace Germany. It has always been a very very nice country actually that I admit to. You know? But I realize ever since my child was born I feel more connected to it because I know I'm still here to bring up my child be around like, you know? So I'm, I'm, I plan on getting old from here, watching my children grow up. Enjoying this episode? Leave a review now. Hear my true story. Yeah, my dear listeners, I hope that you enjoyed this episode with me, Otako and Aldo Onyango. For the fact that we don't have a lot of time, we decide to stop here for today. We decide to stop here for today. And perhaps next week we have you again and we shall continue with our guest Aldo Onyango. Yes, that's what I can say. Without wasting time, I want to tell you my dear listeners, thank you for supporting Here My True Story podcast and we are so grateful and we are always happy to have you listening every week. We hope to have you again next week on the same podcast hear my true story it has been me otako and i want to say bye for now we not only have voices for a podcast but also faces for youtube don't miss your next episode hear my true story Thank you for listening to our podcast music by Edwin Matovo hosted and produced by Otako. Subscribe to our podcast for more stories and visit us on our website hearmytruestory.com for more stories. All the links are listed in the show notes of this podcast.